0: on the rise with dilo and denali a podcast celebrating edm's rising artists industry playmakers and key figures where we extract the knowledge you need to get to where you want to be in this scene join us as we listen to some of the most intriguing stories experiences and lessons firsthand from those on the rise yo 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 what's going on groovers happy thursday man it is
1: january 26th uh denali man we this is a crazy week for us, brother. We got two done in a week.
0: Yeah. We've been getting to work. Uh
1: we realize that we've we've liked doing this a lot more than what we originally intended. And I'm actually really happy with what we have so far. I ain't gonna lie. We have a special one for you guys today, man. Um I'm so glad we were able to get this guy. Uh, we've been talking about getting him for some time now. He is an LA upcoming artist. Uh, he's played big venues like Lick and Dip, uh, Avalon Main Stage. Man, he's a co-creator of the collective Riptide. Give it up for the one and only Axis. Axis, What's baby, going on, baby.
0: Oh, oh, what up? Wrong one give it up for access baby (laughs) we just got up no we just we just got the access right there that was the access it just let us through Yeah, there we go you know like we're in
2: 404 but you know like i
1: was gonna i was trying to find the applause i think it's the the one up anyway what's going
2: on brother we're super happy to have you (laughs) (laughs) Yo, what's up my g thank you for having me i i do appreciate you so again because, you know, like the first one, we had a little technicality. but you know, yeah, Yes, yeah. for the listeners,
1: man, this is not our first rodeo trying to do this podcast with you, Axis. Uh, we tried doing this before, and they cut us short, man. Yeah, man. Uh, security here at Pirate Studios decided to cut us short, man, because our time limit was up. Yeah, man. <laughs> that know. ain't cool. But I will say shout-out, Pirate, for having this cool studio to let us do this thing in, man.
2: That's true. That's true. Shout-out, Pirate
1: so brother (laughs) i'm super glad you're on the pod today uh we have tons to talk about right Right. now right now right now tell me tell me what's going on in the (sighs) day-to-day
2: pretty much day-to-day honestly not not, nothing much just waking up going to work trying to work on the ep that i'm trying to release before my birthday i do have a few songs like going down already but i do have to master those so in the process of doing that as well. Other than that, yeah, just chilling.
1: Uh what are you using uh as a DAW?
2: Ableton Live, my G. That's right, that's right, that's right. Ableton gang. Ableton gang.
0: I don't really fuck with that, pill. I ain't gonna cap. Can we <laughs> can we get a little uh sneak peek preview of uh what kind of style you're you're trying to you're trying to do? I mean
2: I mean, yeah, oh. of course. Like what is the top secret? Is,
0: I mean, I feel like you should probably
1: have like a, a little secret SoundCloud link like with the preview.
2: Oh, trust, trust. I I got a I got a SoundCloud link, like a private one yeah. for this upcoming song. It's called "I Want to Fuck." So okay, like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. It's it's for all the you know my, my my degenerates out there and all my like Carol yeah. family. You feel me? So uh,
1: can we get like a, a a date when you're gonna release that EP or is it too too, too soon to tell? It's,
2: to be honest with you, I I'm feeling more like February twenty fifth. Around uh, two days before my birthday, so why not? Fire.
1: Fire. Dang, so you're gonna release one. Uh, you're gonna release that Skyline? Yeah. Damn. It's pretty yeah. close, man. Am, We're bro.
0: literally a month away. It's, it's gonna be in a hotel room out there.
1: Bro. T- now, may I ask, and I can bleep this out if, if if you don't want it on the pod. Are you
2: independently releasing, or are you, you, re- you releasing with the label? Nah, yeah, I'm actually independently releasing. I haven't, like, had. A chance to release with a label just yet. Mm. I am on the lookout for that though. So like, I am having like my little lists that I'm running through, and like, just I'm trying to get as much information as I can possible. Yeah. So that way I could, you know, shoot everything out and distribute it properly, and you know, have it go smoothly rather than wait and like have to advertise it myself and like, you know, like Yeah. yeah.
1: I get you, no, pro- no, I, I 100% get you. So, buddy, uh, I want to get to know you a little more. For sure, for sure. Uh, we're
2: going to take it back, okay? All right. Uh, how long you been in the game? Like, since 2018, to be honest with you.
1: What made you want to be a DJ?
2: Honestly, the feeling from EDC 2018, when I got, like, surprised by my sister. Mm-hmm. With like those tickets, I was I I didn't even know like she was just like you know what as long as you graduate we're gonna go to EDC And I was like all right bet was yeah. there like a exact moment at EDC as soon as you walk in bro as soon as I walked in bro it's I home. felt
0: the love
2: bro. Home, bro exactly yeah exactly
1: like I, I agree one hundred percent bro I've I've gone three times uh, lucky enough to be there three times and- right. It's, it feels so good to be there Exactly man
0: There's only a few places I can close my eyes and picture perfectly and That's one of them
1: So, so yeah. walk us through that though So what you're there and all of a sudden you're like Oh I want to be a DJ or or what? Like, <laughs> What was the thought?
2: So like the first thought was pretty much like i was a baby raver at the time right and was was, that
1: your first event
2: yeah dude like and not ever just my first festival ever like the big big one where like i was able to see like a lot of big time djs that were my favorite djs and artists as well like my inspirations and and stuff like that
1: what were you going to before like just solo artist shows or underground only
2: solo artist shows because before i didn't really uh, like have a feel for the underground Mm. and i remember like way back when there were like 16 plus events and like those were the events that i would try to look out for and go to and yeah it would be pretty chill and pretty fun but like i it can't compare to the to the like main ones you feel me
0: yeah no it's it's insane
2: at those festivals man <clears throat> they, they they put a lot of effort into them yeah the production is fucking amazing dude like
1: it, it's so cool bro and it's crazy because every time you're there you don't you don't really get to see everything because there's so fucking much. Yep. Like, there's so much going on. You don't really get to—you don't really have the chance unless you're missing sets to go see everything, you know? Um, but that's, that's impossible. There's no way you're going to miss a like, favorite artist. Or you know? if
0: you're getting in there as soon as it starts. But if you're with a group, it's not happening no nah, way not at all not at all not at all <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay bro so what walk me through the story man so so you're there you you love it you love that how it's how the energy is when is it that you decide okay i'm gonna I'm a be a dj
2: after i saw tiesto's tribute to Avicii, like that shit like it hit it hit me hard in a place where i was just like wow like this this is what it feels like to like be recognized by people by like not only like just a small amount but like by millions of people and not only that like to have influenced all these people as well like i was just like damn like you know what like this is actually like a really really big inspiration for me and as long as i could do that and like pull people out of the gutter like yeah pretty much pull people out of the gutter and like make them think like more positively than negatively that's something that i would want and like i remember in that exact moment i was just like i don't know how i'm gonna be able to do this but as soon as i leave this place i'm gonna figure it out and when i left edc um i remember like i started watching youtube videos on like how to dj and shit like that and i remember that i got this one app called dj coincidentally enough right and like i was just fucking around with it i didn't even know what the hell like i was doing dude like i was just like trying to figure out what everything was on like a little touchscreen type of controller you feel me and like even then like i was like using the sync buttons at first like i didn't know what the hell i was doing but i loved it and when i started to figure out what i was doing i was just like yo yo this is this you're is, making some magic exactly i was just like damn this is fire bro like mm. I don't know I don't know how I did it but I want to keep on doing it again and over and over and over and then yeah I just got super invested into it man
1: so how did you find your style for it though like what what were your like where were you choosing from where was your inspiration
2: so at first I was going for more like a Tiesto type of vibe so like trance yeah and like I kind of figured it wasn't for me because like I I figured that the fucking build-ups for Trance were kind of a little long, and I was just like, yeah, you know what, like, eh. It's mm-hmm. a little slow. Exactly. And then I remember that I was a bass head at heart, and, like, I remember that my biggest, like, bass DJ inspiration, I guess you could say, is, like, Riot 10. Okay. Because, bro, that man goes off, bro. Like, Yeah, I've <laughs> seen him before, man. Yeah. He's good. Shout-out Riot 10, man. Yeah, shout-out Riot 10, man and yeah man like little by little i was just like biting off of all these like small djs trying to like figure out like or not small but like all these other djs that like were my main inspirations trying to like see how i could like break it down and like turn it into like some type of house music or like some type of like dirty house music where like everybody's moving and grooving you know and it wasn't until i started to listen to like clune and like um joshua and like all the like you know like yeah, gritty yeah. type of sexy type of tech house mm-hmm. like artists and whatnot land tech exactly and yeah. and walker and royce and mm-hmm. like yeah exactly and so like that's when i was just like oh shit so if i combine like this type of like sound with this type of sound then i could like make something killer out of it like the build-up the breakdown it w- it'll it be nice and so yeah man like after biting i've av- after biting av- Out of all of those DJs, it just landed into yeah. This is gonna be like my category of ass shaking type of tech house. Like I want nothing but all the girls to like rush to the fucking dance floor and like start shaking that ass. You feel feel me? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Fuck yeah, man.
2: Some some
0: gesture vibes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, bro. See, I once you say that, I kind of see exactly the vision you're going for. And you know what? now listening to you when you've played and I've heard your sets and I've played uh, your sets for Denali right right uh, you, you give off that party vibe the ass shaking vibe mm-hmm. you know and it's dope you, thank
2: you big festival vibes appreciate you yeah yeah it's it's funny too cause like I remember hearing that for the first time and I was like super like you know shocked because another inspiration was James Hype and I was trying to like oh, go yeah, off of that man. vibe too that guy's crazy yeah man exactly like
1: yeah it's crazy seeing his like progression because i followed him like when he had only like 50k or something super small bro and it was funny how he was it's not funny but it was crazy to see his his progress like blow up crazy now he's doing big festivals he's here all the time before i remember he was talking about he couldn't come over here yeah it's just crazy to see that and it really shows like if you really do the work it's fucking possible it's doable like although it sounds crazy although like you're doing all this extra shit the late nights the grinds the everything it, it really shows that at the end of the day you're it's fucking worth it
2: yeah No. yeah you're right bro and like yeah it's that again another inspiration of why like i do the shit that i do bro like it's 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 heartwarming
1: now one more thing about your music so i've heard you say every set is a surprise
2: yes sir what's the idea there so pretty much like in all my sets i like to throw in like a pretty well-known song that is like i guess like lip-syncable or whatever that everybody likes to enjoy Mm -hmm. but they don't know it's like a tech house remix or like one of those like sexy tech house remixes right okay it's like a classic exactly
1: like a classic but uh like a rework. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. What exactly. are hidden Johns. Exactly. Guy. So like as soon as as soon as Sneaky. like I put exactly my G like I slide that Little sneaky track In there bro And then as soon as It starts popping off And I see like The crowd starting to move And like Everybody dancing And whatnot, I'm just like all right, Yeah Yeah They they, don't know know.
0: Exactly They think it's the OG But they don't know Exactly (laughs) (laughs) Or
2: sometimes I just say Fuck it I'm gonna throw in the OG Right after I throw in the rework And they're just like Whoa Like Or like I switch it From the rework To the OG Sometimes too And they're like Yo This is fucking insane like, yeah, yeah,
0: that's tips, that's sauce right there. Juice, true. true.
1: So, after EDC, uh, you get back home. You're, did you get the on the way home? Did you get the depressing feel, <sighs> bro? You have no idea, bro. Oh, uh, they're so real, bro. <laughs> they're so fucking Denali Did you feel that when you fucking, Nah
0: went? it took like five months for some reason. What? I just was like at work one day, looked out the window, and I was like, fuck. <laughs>
1: Bro, it, it really does hit every fucking time. Like when you're leaving,
0: you're like, oh man, I really just had the best well, weekend of my life. Yeah. Granted, I, I did stay lit- literally an extra day. So I stayed until Tuesday in Vegas.
1: I think that's a move this year, bro. I think we're going to do the same thing.
2: Low key, that's mandatory, though, because it's like, if you don't stay an extra day, how else are you supposed to recover from, like, all the hangover and that shit part, like that? part bro,
1: because it really ends Monday morning. Exactly. Like, and you're supposed to be out of the hotel at 11. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, you're yeah. not leaving, you're not getting to the fucking hotel till, like, 12, 30. Exactly.
0: That extra, extra day is key.
1: Mandatory, y'all. So if y'all going to EDC, y'all
2: better make sure you get that extra day. Make sure you stuck up on food, liquor, and all that type of stuff, too. Vitamins. Party, party
1: favors, vitamins. Yo, uh, the rave doctor. Hot
2: pockets. Hot uh, pockets. Uh, <laughs> vitamin uh, C. Liquid IV. Emergency. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I was,
1: too. Oatmeal. All that good stuff. Hey. But uh, oatmeal. Yeah, bro. Oatmeal. Yeah. Oatmeal. All right. Soak shit.
0: it up, baby. Mm-hmm. All right, bet.
1: Uh, so you get home from EDC. Yes, uh, sir. What's the first controller you get? and then what's what's the story then like what, what what's
0: the
2: progress guys
0: like? in the car on the way home on amazon typing in <laughs> dj control
2: <laughs> yeah it's funny because like i literally did that <laughs> and like i didn't even know like what the fuck i was looking at at first i was like the fuck is an sb 300 and all i got, mm-hmm. i didn't know the difference between the equipment right yeah and so like i was just like yeah you know what i'm just gonna like leave that shit out there and like I remember I was just doing it on my phone for a cool minute and then I got into school for it and I went to the Musicians Institute back in 2019. Fire. And from there, I actually started off with vinyl after. That's sick. Yeah. So yeah. do you,
1: re- do you recommend? okay. So for the, for the listeners, do you recommend going to a, a course like
2: that, a, an academy like that? To be honest with you, yeah, I, I do highly recommend it, especially because like, not only do you meet a lot of people but you also meet like a bunch of these djs that have been in the game for quite a minute and quite some time that have not only worked with other big time artists but like have like honestly headlined like europe festivals and whatnot and they give you good tips on how to mix how to properly beat match how to actually dj and not randomly like turn knobs and random button pushing and you know Uh,
1: yeah no man and i feel like they also teach you the business side of it correct oh of course of course
2: so i i
1: think that's something super important uh i just was on a podcast with low end (laughs) and uh we talked about like uh husky being in the course shout (laughs) out husky uh he went to the uh, labo art Institute some shit like that, mm-hmm. and he was telling me that that course was really good for like the business aspect behind the scenes in the music industry, right? And marketing yourselves and things like that. Um, and if that's something like that as well, and it's also teaching you how to mix, that's that's fucking badass, bro. How long were you in the uh, course for?
2: So I was actually in the course for only a semester, okay? Because unfortunately, that's when COVID hit. Damn. Damn. But I took the knowledge that they gave me and I ran with it. And not only that, like I continued to watch my biggest inspirations behind like the decks and once I saw how much of a turntable this James hype was, that's what that's when I was like, I I need that. I wanna I wanna do this like not the same shit, but like I wanna like figure out how to do it my way. Okay. And yeah, like yeah, like after that, like I just remember going back to your question about what my first controller was. Um I remember like wanting that sp300 because after taking that course and after finally like figuring out how to beat match and mix on uh, yeah on vinyl and whatnot like i got really excited and then i i had serato i started practicing on my laptop because you got the hotkeys and whatnot on the laptop and then finally like one of my exes actually like got me that controller for like my birthday or whatever and like i was just like all right cool like like thank you and like i appreciate that and i kept that controller for a cool minute i was practicing for a cool cool minute on the sb300 trying to run the effects of like how a cdj or like an xdj would have the same effect and little by little i started to accomplish the same effect on that small ass controller and after like i started to figure it out I remember that I I didn't <laughs> want to give up, man. I was just like, yeah, dude, this is, like, so freaking crazy, man. Like, all these mashups that I'm able to do and all these sick-ass transitions that I'm able to, like, spin out of or mix into or, like, do something crazy with, it's, it's something special. What was your first event? First event, I got booked by my homie Derek. That I worked with at Stizzy, so shout out Derek. Um, he had, a, or he still has a collective. It's called Bad Vibes LA. So okay. shout out Vi- Bad Vibes LA. Okay, hell yeah, man. Um, they put me on to one of their drag shows, actually. And when they wanted me to go to one of their drag shows they were just like hey so we're gonna have our performance in the front and there's gonna be a little bar back area and that's gonna be where you're gonna set up for the music and whatnot and i was like all right cool like i I don't got an issue with it like i'll just do that like it's fine and i remember that that one night specifically was my debut like la set in a way and it was it was pretty sick man because like even though I was on the SV300s, I was still, like, acting like if I was on, like, some CDJs or, or whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah, confidence is exactly, key. Exactly, exactly. And I remember that after the drag show was over and whatnot, everybody that was in that room came to the back room, to the bar area. And I think it was, like, about, like, 20 to 30 heads in that specific place. And they were all jamming out. They, everybody was dancing with all the tracks that I was throwing down and like i just felt like a rush of emotions when i saw that because i was just like down like after practicing for pretty much like three years after doing all the hard work that i needed to do i'm starting to see like the effect that it's starting to take and yeah man i got booked with Derek again for the second time and they did the exact same thing fire yeah So I was like, bro, like this shit's gas. And do you think success comes right away? Hell no, bro. Hell no. I mean, I personally like to say hell no because, like, obviously, like, if you don't know anybody, then you're screwed because you actually have to work for it. But if you work, if you know somebody that's already in the industry, And you have, like, certain connections, even though, like, it wasn't in your plan. Obviously, the music success can hit you if you have the talent. But if you don't have the talent and you're just doing it for the fucking clout, then you're going to die out pretty fucking fast. Facts. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you hit your first show. Okay. Uh, Your first two shows after that. How do you find the underground how is it that you start making connections
2: so funny you mentioned that because my first connection to the underground was actually frankie the uh, starter up or like the main person that brought up underwear and like he was at the second show i remember that he came up to me on stage and he was just like yo i'm really fucking with your set like do you know how to play on cdj's Bro, I looked at this <laughs> man, bro. I was just like, yeah, yeah, I know how to play on <laughs> CDJs, doc. But I didn't know how to do shit on <laughs> CDJs, bro. I only know how to, I only knew how to work on my controller as CDJs and think that they were CDJs. But as to playing on them, like physically, I was like, bro, I'm fucked if I get like booked to get like for my yeah. first gig with them. And yeah, bro, like after. After, like, I started getting plugged in with Frankie and after my first show with him, I remember, like, all the collectives or, like, all his people that he followed on Underwear would see the stories and, like, they would either follow me and i'd follow them back or i would find them in like my suggested followers on instagram Mm -hmm. or if not like they would pop up as an advertisement on a story on instagram as well or like just a regular advertisement post and whatnot and i'd be like all right cool like it's just the fact that you gotta find the right connection i guess you can say for the underground because the underground isn't gonna be as mainstream as like all the big stuff you know like all the main festivals like all the big time clubs like academy and whatnot like my biggest way to like say and find that connection fast is if you know somebody that's a dj if it's your closest friend if it's your homie or if it's like you know like somebody you know i i highly recommend going out to one of their events, talking it up with one of them, like chopping it up, like letting them know like, hey, like either if you're a DJ or a producer, like just let them know like, hey, like I'm so and so. This is my DJ name. I've been doing this for this long and like I'd really like the opportunity to to have a chance to have a set with you and see if you guys like mess with me and hopefully like I could come back, you know? And i would get shot down a lot of the times but the times that i didn't i would actually be really happy about it because i'd be like yeah you know what like it's it's yeah it's just it's yeah i don't i don't know what to to say after that bro Yeah, besides like just going out supporting your local artists supporting your friend whether it's family no matter what bro like that's that's the biggest and the most key way to get into the underground without a doubt especially if you see all these things on tiktok on instagram like you see your friends posting in you're like damn that looks pretty lit how'd you get into it like still messaging bro. like like make sure to get that like ask that question like don't don't make that contact exactly like don't be shy don't be nervous about it like don't be thinking like oh like they're gonna think that i'm a weirdo for like hitting them up wanting to know where like the event is or like where they went like don't be nervous about that shit like
0: yeah for sure that's what i did i hit d up i seen he was throwing the lost in house i was like what's up with that she's
1: like yeah, bro, and it's funny because before that, we hadn't talked in, in years, bro. Like, really? Yeah, like, fuck. Uh,
0: We're talking middle school, bro. Like from Middle God. school to, like, like two years ago. Swear. So, with, like, ten plus years, at least. Something Damn. like that, bro. But we used to, like, be tight back in, like, middle school and elementary school. Right, right. And then, yeah, I, like, hit him up. I was like, hey, I'm trying to come through. So, I slid through. Long story, my dog got out that night, so I had to bounce early. Damn, yeah, bro. <laughs> it just sucked. But, yeah, and then um, I wanted to start taking uh, or I wanted to start doing photography because uh, it's just something I've always done. And then, right. yeah, I started taking homies' pictures, and, yeah, we just been linked since then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what's up, man.
1: So as a DJ in L.A., what's it like right now being a come up?
2: <laughs> man, if only if only the listeners could see my live like facial reaction to that man like t- I mean, yeah besides like the, right, the live podcast right on tiktok so but yeah man, like to be fair being an upcoming dj in la is kind of difficult because like You have all the influencers that want to be DJs, Mm -hmm. then you also have all the, like, promoters that have known local artists for a cool minute, and they just want to keep on putting them on, rather than giving, like, new people a chance, and, like... They're sticking to favorites. Exactly. Yeah, they're not
1: giving the underdog a shot.
2: Exactly. Practically. And, like, yeah, bro, like, you just pretty much gotta fight for it, which kinda sucks, Because, like, and what I mean by fight for it is just, like, you have to make your skill known. And you got to make sure that you make yourself known after every fucking set. And that's why, like, I, in, like, my Instagram bio, like, that's why I have, like, every set is a surprise. Because it's a a surprise, man.
1: So when do you go to lick and dip?
2: (sighs) Like, as in time frame or?
1: uh, Time frame and story so how do you even get that gig
2: (laughs) it's funny because like again like i was a pretty much a part of like the whole underwear collective or like event staffing or whatever with their resident djs and whatnot okay and so frankie merged with lick and dip and after that like i do remember like talking to him and whatnot and we were chopping it up And he was just like, yo, bro, like, I've been trying to talk to this guy to, like, book you and, like, have, like, a good set time for you because, like, I really do fuck with you and I fuck with the way you mix and, like, I I still want to have you, like, out here and da-da-da-da-da. So I was just like, yeah, bro, like, just let me know whenever, like, there's a slot time available and, you know, like, we could get it, like, we we could get lit and do all the shit that we used to do. And he was just like, all right, for sure. And then he hit me up i believe march or no august or september i don't remember, I remember that. you posting about it because yeah.
1: we, we had just done the first riptide event yeah event, right? exactly yeah and yeah. Then it was going to be that event
2: yeah it was going to be that event right after the first riptide event after the first uh venice beach takeover
1: yeah i remember yeah. that because we we started chopping it up like that's when we first officially exactly. linked yeah and then you were telling me that that's what you were going to do next mm-hmm you're crazy bro you did shrooms that day on the beach like no fucks uh, <laughs> like, like someone pulled out a shroom and they were like hey anybody want some homie literally just fucking grabbed it ate the head and just kept talking to me like nothing bro. i was like bro, bro it the was
2: fuck no thought like <laughs> he fuck, said, it. fuck it yeah fuck it dog Bro, honestly shout out the homie more noise for that because bro that shit Ooh, man like it's funny because like I told myself, I was just like, nah, I shouldn't do it. Like, mentally, I knew that I shouldn't have done it, because I kid you not, I was supposed to, like, do my back-to-back with mini beats, like, right after, I believe, you and More Noise is set, and or I think it was Pacheco and um Bruno. I'm not 100% sure.
1: Uh, It was me and More Noise going yeah? back-to-back.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I remember, like, after, like, that back-to-back, like, I remember, like, just being like fuck like i felt really guilty (laughs) and um i went up to mini beats and it's crazy too because like i don't even remember how the fuck i kept my composure just like continuing chopping it up with you you feel me like that shit was just like crazy to me bro and like i remember like as soon as I got on the decks, everything was feeling funny. I was just like, whoa, die, <laughs> yo. The
0: fucking deck's about to transform. Nah, shit. dude, I I,
2: I I kid you not. I felt everything, like, starting to shake and when I was like, yo, is there an earthquake or some shit, bro? Like, yeah. Bro, you know who does that a lot? Uh, Fisher. Fisher. Tri- really?
1: Bro. Uh, This was the first, um, <laughs> like, rave after COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was in Arizona and so me my girl my brother and the home girl uh were gonna go to phoenix for this mm-hmm. and before that we stopped at the Grand canyon like we made a fucking fat ass detour up there then came down <sighs> but it was supposed to be uh the chris lake back to back fisher show the under construction show that they do mm-hmm. and bro this guy like mid set <laughs> uh mid decks was like Bro, I'm fucking off the shrooms. Swear. I swear, bro. bro. And then he would stop the music and be like, I can't see a fucking thing. <laughs> like oh, he gave no it. fucks, bro. No fucks. But still was going at it. Uh that's just crazy though, man. So how did your first uh
2: show turn out though when you when you did play there? When I did end up playing at Lick and Dip, it was kind of like I mean, to be honest with you, like to me it was kind of like not upsetting but like i didn't know how i I felt some type of way to be honest because like they put me on as opening and not only that they hit me up up like super last minute but other than that like it was pretty fun because as soon as i got there and as soon as i started like loading in my tracks and like i started playing like everybody that was in their car like pre-gaming started to come out into the venue and as soon as like i started to bring the crowd in from outside like, the licking Dip dude, I guess his name's Dylan or whatever, like, he started to see that, and it got pretty packed, bro, like, it got pretty, like, intense, and even though it was, like, a small section of people, I would like to say, like, it was, like, a good solid, like, 40, 50 people that showed up at the start of the fucking event.
1: That's good. Yeah. That far. That's far. That's really good. They they packed their shit out all the time, man. Shout yeah. Out, shout out to licking and Dip and Underwear, because... Doing it I know they're, they're a big piece And I know a lot of people Are w- Like this information <laughs> Wanting to know About like playing there And stuff Yeah and Even me brother Like I haven't even played there
0: Yeah they're uh Rubbing nasties With Lee Foss Yeah, yeah bro And they're doing big things now bro. Yeah. Like
1: To link up with like uh, A pretty big You know DJ To do some Illegal under uh, Underground activity Like Yeah I mean That's pretty dope That's pretty badass I feel like it's gonna go crazy So you go from Lick and dip to then going to Avalon, bro And Avalon, I know that shit was packed the fuck out <laughs> I saw the videos, I saw <laughs> you having fucking uh, people behind you in the booth fucking. Yes, I think you even had a bottle up there, man yes, uh, It was party, late, yeah. yeah, bro It was a fucking, bro. it was a good time I wasn't even there, but I felt like I was Damn. fucking partying through <laughs> the screen and shit
0: Yeah, I know I went through his IG, I was like, Chee yeah
2: appreciate you appreciate you yeah so
1: how'd you get that and what was that like man
2: so to be honest with you before avalon i played at kingdom uh kingdom la catch one with we heart candy okay and after i got the plug in with them i remember that um i went to one of their meetings that they were hosting uh in order to give like all the people that they already have as under their collective or whatever like a chance to play at those events okay Uh, i showed up and then they were talking about like some event for junkie kid for halloween a thanksgiving event and then the halloween event at the avalon and originally i was supposed to go on at nine o'clock i was supposed to open main stage oh fuck! and i guess like the uh because i guess they booked two Alexis's. i i don't remember because i know that there's an a Cruz and like shout out a Cruz because he's pretty sick um but like i don't know dude like i guess like either something happened or I, I, I don't know man but i ended up um getting the news that i was playing at two in the morning by uh eclectic so Shut up eclectic, yeah, mm, shout out yeah shout out eclectic man yeah. uh he he hit me up and he was just like yo did you get your set time and i was just like what do you mean and he was just like yeah for the avalon show and i was just like well i mean i thought i was supposed to play at nine he was just like well marvin has you on the schedule for two o'clock so i was like oh okay like shit that's yeah that's prime time maybe exactly up. exactly and so as soon as i saw like it said two o'clock i was just like bro I need to I need to up my game for this because I kid you not I was I was prepping for an opening set bro like I was yeah like, you right.
1: were you were bringing the arsenal you were bringing <clears throat> something like yeah exactly yeah. I was just
2: like I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna dip my toe in the water real quick. yeah like, yeah give y'all a little taste or whatever you feel mm. me like but yeah and then like after bro as soon as like I got the news I was like all right bet I'm coming with all the fucking bangers like it's gonna be heater after heater after heater and yeah bro like. <laughs> it's funny because like i remember that i needed to get a ride there and i left at around 10 30 because like i was just like really late with getting ready and whatnot and i was just like bro i'm on at two o'clock come on like you know like, yeah, I'm not gonna be there. Problem, exactly man. yeah but my dumb ass was just like oh yeah i forgot it takes about two hours to get to the venue on metro <sighs> <laughs> So I was just like, fuck, I got a dip. And then, yeah. like, I didn't get to Avalon until, like, 1231. Okay. And, like, the good thing is, is that I was still able to catch the homie Bruno set. So shout out Star67. Um, yeah, shout out Bruno, see?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, shout him out again. Yeah. <laughs> Here we yeah. go. Shout out
0: Bruno. Shout out Bruno. Shout out Bruno. Shout out Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, like, so I, I got to see his set. And then, like, right after I was on or and then like yeah dude it was it was just it was fucking crazy because like um i remember that like i got kind of lit before my set as soon as i got there too like people were just handing me fucking drinks one after the other they were just like yo axis what's up i was like yo what's up and then a fucking drink in hand they'd be like yo here drink this i got this for you and i'd <laughs> be like fuck bro i'm not even trying to get that lit before my set i'm already faded as fuck you feel me yeah and so yeah dude like I just remember like downing all those drinks and then I I hit the bathroom right before I dipped onto the stage and I'm not going to lie, I did have a little bit of issues with like the security for stage because they were just like, oh yeah, you got to have a wristband and so I had to go check in at the front again and at this time it was like already 145, 15 minutes before my set and I'm panicking, bro. I'm like, fuck dude, like how the fuck am I supposed to get this wristband and then come back? All at once, if this bitch is like packed out, and then I was just like, all right, so I run to the front real quick, put on my wristband, and then after that, it it's it was a party, man. It was a party. Uh,
1: do you have a memor do you have a memorable moment in that set where you were just like,
0: damn, like this is it, like yeah, this is next this level. is the one.
2: Yeah, to be honest with you, uh, when. It w- there was actually a few key moments in in that set where I was just like, yeah, this is this is where I'm like gonna be taking this year fa- even farther than I imagined. You know, it was when I dropped a remix of like a G six, fire, um, classic, right? You're not, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And then I dropped like a dirty techno song too, mm-hmm. and like everybody was just giving me the whoop whoop. Oof, yeah, oh. when you get those whoops, exactly, man, that's man. how you know you job job is done <laughs> exactly yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and fucking then, pies ready
2: bro like you, the crazy thing is is that like you were able to hear the echo and like there were times where i would just like cut the song real quick just to hear the whoop, whoop, and then like boom like put it back at volume like i just remember like going crazy off on the decks of that night and all that shit and then the last key moment was when i played my last song the um uh better off alone ah uh, yeah also a classic exactly bro. that classic bro it it's funny because like i wasn't expecting a lot of people to know it because i felt like there were some people there just to be there because it was a halloween event mm-hmm. but when i started to hear and see a lot of the people mouth the words i was just like Damn G That's
1: cool bro That's a cool feeling Now imagine if it's like Your track Like Yeah How much more It's even like Wow they're singing my shit Yeah I cry That's I the goal cry. bro That's the goal
0: for sure Yeah To make a
1: tune That's gonna always be A, a forever classic
0: Estoy orando. <laughs> Easily Easily <laughs> So man.
1: your first Avalon event goes great And I say first Because you were there again Just recently Am I correct Yeah <sighs>
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. what's the 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 change in energy what happened this time (laughs) so i mean
2: like pretty much there was this event that i got like i hit up actually because so the way it begins with this event was i saw their advertisement on instagram through stories saying that they were looking for djs for booking for that specific event Mm. okay and so i was like all right bet i'm, a, I'm, a go I'm gonna go ahead and let it out, them yeah. know exactly and so as soon as like i started hitting them up and like letting them know they were just like oh yeah so like what's your artist name da, 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 da. like we'll give you a contact da, 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 a b and c and i was like all right cool and so at first like i had to wait i want to say like two three days before they even hit me back up again and then after those two three days they shot me a ticket link they shot me the flyer and everything and like i was like all right cool like i'm gonna promote it but the one thing about that whole situation was as soon as i got the flyer and the link to the tickets they didn't give me a promo code nothing man so like that's when i started to get like a little shady feeling about the event and yeah like I was just like you know what this event feels kind of shady I'm not going to be promoting it as much because like I don't want to like have so much of a tie to it if it ends up going bad
1: what was communication like
2: ass bro (laughs) like I kid you not like again like I I didn't get my link or my flyer until after three days of them messaging me letting them know that they'd send it to me tomorrow or the day after and then not only that, leading up to the event, they wouldn't hit me up at all, and I'd hit them up, and I'd be like, "Yo, so like, what's good with the set times? What's good with like the tickets? Like, what what's good with everything?" Mm-hmm. They wouldn't reply, bro. There there was no response, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on? Like, this is this isn't right. Like, I don't think this is how an event should be held." You no. feel me? And so before that specific event, I do remember that I had some prior events lined up. And so I was like, all right, fuck it, like, I'm gonna just promote those prior events, like, I'm not really gonna promote this event until, like, the time comes, and then I remember the week before, I was promoting it a little bit, and then, um, I remember the day of, I got to the event, and I was actually with, like, one of my homies that, um, had, does, like, my, uh, photography and shit, and he was just like, yo, like, I'm gonna capture some of your some of your like set time and like da, and I was like all right cool like dude, that's that's sick we're gonna get some content and so he had work I didn't oh no no we actually both didn't have work he pulls up from his crib like we were all chilling before the event like I was excited I was like super happy I was like kind of nervous at the same time because again without the contact of the set times i didn't know my set time and i didn't get my set time until the day of the event the worst. yep yep and not only that the security at avalon uh like the outside security at least they were like pretty rude about it because like i asked them politely i was just like hey so like quick question like if you're an artist where do you got to check in all this and that and they were just like oh you just gotta wait in guest line until nine o'clock until doors open and then you check in at this guest uh, at this desk and that's it and i was just like damn bro like i guess like you feel me (laughs) yeah exactly and i was like all right so like i just remember waiting outside in the front and like there were so many other artists going through the front and i was just like bro you gotta be fucking kidding me you're over here like bullshitting me saying that i gotta wait in the guest line just so i could go ahead and check in like nah so, I remember I just pull up and I go through the front and, like, security is just like, oh, are you an artist? I'm like, yeah, bro, I have a backpack for a reason. And, like, they were just like, Woo, like, you know, like, trying to be, like, smart asses about it. And I was yeah. like, all right, whatever. So, I showed them my ID. They let me in. where I check in with, like, the person that has the set time list. And they let me know that I was going on at 220. Fire. I wish. I wish, <laughs> I wish. <man. laughs> so it was like the night was going pretty like i wouldn't say so you get your set time i get my set time i'm like pretty excited about it i meet this other dj that's playing after me at like 320 or whatever and like we're both like pretty excited because we get like late sets and next thing you know um i'm staying there for the event i'm turning up you know like i'm staying up in the upstairs I'm there with my girl and like we're having a good time. I'm there with the homies and like we're yeah, we're all like partying and whatnot, right? And then like come around 220 when I'm supposed to do my set. Um I remember that I put my USB into the C D J and as soon as I loaded up my first song and I started to play it, the staff at Avalon just shut off the speakers and they were just like, Oh, they didn't tell you the events over and i was just like wait what the fuck like what do you mean like we were supposed to have this shit run until four in the morning i was told and then the they were just like well yeah but nobody's here anymore so it doesn't make sense to run the event until four in the morning and not only that our staff doesn't go until four in the morning
1: what the fuck yeah. so you're telling me you plugged your usb in gonna hit play and they cut your shit
2: <coughs> yeah bro like that's that's how it went and i was just like bro that's that's fucking that's that's so tough like i was pissed bro and then not only that like the person before me like he was he was like still on the decks and i was just like yo i'm on at 220 like i i'm supposed to load up and he was just like oh bro well i just got here and i've been on for 10 minutes and i was just like oh well that's tough shit (laughs) <laughs> like I need to go on. It's two twenty. It's my set time.
1: Yeah.
2: And then he was just like, Nah, nah, nah. So I was just like, All right, bro, fuck it. Like, cause I wasn't gonna like get off all physical about it. So I was just like, Yeah, you know what? Fine, fuck it. Like, you want to keep on going? Fucking play. Like, do your shit, whatever. I'm giving you until two thirty though. And he was just like, All right, all right. And, like, he was fucking up the whole time, and, like, I was, like, kind of talking shit, and like, pretty loudly, and he was able to hear me. And then, like, I remember, like, at 225, I I don't remember what I said specifically, but I said some shit that hurt him, that he, like, took out his USB, and he was just like, fine, go. And, like, (laughs) yeah, bro. I was like, yeah, because, like, it was bad, bro. Like, that whole set was ass, bro. And so, like, I just remember, like, fucking plugging in, and then, like, by that time, like, it was already, like, 228. 230 bam all that shit shut down i'm pissed i go out to the parking lot everybody is like as i'm walking out if anything like all the djs that were supposed to play from 230 and above are all pissed they're like looking for the person that threw the event because they want to like mess him up a fucking angry mob exactly exactly Exactly. storms out of the avalon looking for an organizer (laughs) like who the fuck and not only that like a lot of the djs were attacking the person that had the set times and whatnot yeah and like some some dudes started to get into it and like the dj that was playing before or after me he got into it with some other dude (laughs) and i was just like bro what the fuck is going on and like what's even crazier about that is just the fact that like buddy broke his headphones that night bro like, after all of that, like, I kid you not, all you were able to see were, like, a lot of broken headphones, and not only that, I was so pissed to the point where I had, like, a little nicotine vape, yeah, and, like, I just fucking threw that shit, bro. I was just like, ah, and, like, yeah, bro, like, so RAR. Yeah, dude, a fucking RAR XD, you feel <laughs> me, <like? laughs> Damn, it sounds like a fucking war zone
1: happened in yeah, the chaos. Yeah, chaos, for real. Yeah, bro. You- That's crazy, man. That so unprofessional first of
0: all yeah dude not business etiquette at all no business etiquette
1: whatsoever bro like how are you gonna because you what did you guys ever find find the uh guy running the event
2: so i pretty much was able to because like um i was spamming the hell out of the loud electric page and like i was just like yo like like angry text angry text angry text and, like, they were just like, oh, well, this isn't our, like, this, this wasn't our event, or some bullshit like that, and, like, they gave me, like, the contact to the person that actually organized the whole show, and, like, I was like, all right, bet, and so, like, I, like, followed the Instagram page, I got the number, I was hitting him up, I was just like, bro, like, da-da-da-da-da, and, like, The fact, the only reason why, like, I was hella pissed off and shit like that was just because of the fact that, like, again, no communication, and not only that, but he just disappeared without any type of, you know, like, uh, explanation or anything.
1: That's crazy. He just let all the DJs kind of, (laughs) like, fuck each other up.
0: No ramifications. Nope.
1: Not at all. That's crazy, dude. Nope. Sorry you had to go through that, man. Like... It's
0: it. it is what it is. Showbiz is
2: showbiz, I guess, huh? Exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Wild, brother. And when was this? This was January 13th. So, like, oh, our so first like two Friday, weeks ago. yeah. Our first Friday, the 13th of the wow. year. Wow. Yeah. Insane, man. How unlucky. Right? Yeah, bro? Wait. Literally. That's probably on purpose. It's probably because I didn't get a tattoo that day because, like, I kid you not, every Friday, the 13th, ever since I started to get, a, get tatted up, I've always gone to get a tattoo. And that, like, this year, I broke that tradition. You blew the superstition, Exactly, bro. Oh, man. Fuck.
0: It's over.
1: (laughs) So, man, that just happened. What's the recovery
2: looking like? When's your next show? Recovery's pretty much looking like, uh, you know, just chilling for now, man. Like, kind of, like, taking a little break from, like, going crazy and, you know, like, just chilling i mean the next show i do have planned is february 25th and february 4th actually because fire. dead end actually switched their date from february 3rd to february 4th fire so i was just like all right bet we are gonna get jiggy with it oh yeah man and so after those two i feel like i'm gonna just take a little personal leave um <laughs> But, like, not too much of a personal leave. I'm definitely going to, like, pump the brakes for, like, booking so many shows like crazy. Like how I usually do. Just lighten the load. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, for more studio time or for what? Pretty, yeah, pretty much, like, more studio time. More time to figure out how to produce properly and master properly. And not only that, but also, like, find, like, stability throughout my life. So that way I could have like a pretty mental like a solid mental state you feel me
1: absolutely man uh mental health is fucking important yeah uh so so you recommend breaks
2: of course yeah i mean if you're in an area where like you know like you're you feel like you're able to take a break and you know like this not disappear from the scene but like have your name not appear on any lineup for like a tiny bit and be okay with it and like have the people that follow you or like support you like be okay with it then you'll be you'll you'll know that as soon as you come back from the break like you'll be like okay i'm back in the game like everybody's over here like they were anticipating my return but like if you're in an area like la um let's say if you're getting shows like every fucking weekend or every week consecutively and like you just start feeling like not not sluggish but like you just feel like your mental health's depleting because you can't really like focus on some things that you want to focus on like your normal life specifically you know Mm -hmm. and you get so wrapped up in like emotions with like the music and whatnot that you just kind of go crazy and i i don't recommend that for anybody i and again like i do highly recommend taking a break if you do live in a big city pump the brakes a little bit don't like keep going at 100 miles an hour if anything take it down to like 70 miles an hour and like you know like still be in the game because you still want your name to be out there and not get overrun or forgotten by all these other like talented djs that are out here in l.a as well
1: uh, you said it. You said it perfectly. There, man. I agree. I agree 100. Uh, when a break is needed, it's needed. Um, only you know. Yeah. You know? Uh, no one. No one can say no. You don't deserve a break because I think that's that's bullshit. I yeah. think When someone's saying I need a break, it's because they physically feel like, hey, I'm I'm at a point where I feel okay. I'm not gonna be forgotten, and I can you know take some time for me. Yeah. Like you said, again, the studio. Uh, get some things done like you said. You have an EP coming next
2: month. I know that's big for you. Yeah, pretty, pretty big actually. Like it's I, I personally in the five years that I've been in the, like the game and doing this and whatnot, I didn't really think I was gonna pick up the production aspect of it, only because like I just wanted to stick with like the decks and I just wanted to stick to mixing. And I was in the same boat. I, damn, man, and this it's just crazy because like once I started to see that mixing and just djing isn't gonna get you to where you want and you actually have to throw songs in there that are your personal songs that's when i was just like yeah you know what i guess i gotta start heading into the production game and learning how to do certain things in order to not only have my career come out on top but also find success later on in like this whole music industry
1: uh you said <clears> 100 percent, <throat> bro that that's I'm so fucking glad you said that. That's super important for the people to know, man, because I'm just happy for you, man. It's going to be great.
0: (laughs) I appreciate you. Thank you. It'll
2: be dope. I'm excited for it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you.
1: Uh, Any goals for
2: 2023? Honestly, it's always been a goal of mine to get onto a festival lineup and i am still trying to accomplish that i'm not gonna lie hey
1: man you keep trying you keep uh doing your thing and i guarantee it'll happen brother Uh, i appreciate you 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 going in for the discovery projects
2: for beyond wonderland uh good yes sir absolutely that's that's the one i'm waiting for like and i'm anticipating a lot from because I am going to preview that one song that I showed you and Denali before we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Which is fire. <laughs> yeah. really thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and submit that song, see how that turns out, because I know that not only are the vocals classic, but it's also like a, an attention grabber as oh, well. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, bro, absolutely. Uh,
2: give us two more goals. Two more goals. All right, shit. <laughs> uh, Pretty much just like come up with my own place and finally have like an actual studio to work with because that shit right now just like spending so much money on coming to like pirate and like you know i mean it's not that much because it's like it becomes a lot but yeah exactly it adds up at the end of the day you feel me
0: it'd be nice to smoke in here too
2: exactly exactly or letting us
1: do what we gotta do without shutting us up
2: exactly bro like that's about to to knock on the door in like three minutes watch Swear. <laughs> nah. Uh, one more goal. Last one, I would like to say, like, having acquired at least a residency or a few residencies at some places and finally getting compensation for playing and doing what I love to do.
1: Those are really good goals, man. and I think all of those are very obtainable. Uh, I think you have the work ethic for it you I know you. you're not a a person that gives up, <laughs> yeah, okay. I know I'm gonna see you up there doing those big things, and I know I you're gonna dust yourself off and do what you gotta do put in the work. appreciate you again.
2: and I mean obviously you're gonna be there with me too dog oh, like, come on now, yeah, what the fuck? yeah but oh yeah,
1: this is about you today so uh, that's I mean? fair
2: that's fair, you know what I'm saying that's fair. uh for <laughs> the people, brother, do you have anything for them and what you
1: wanna say to them
2: uh to be honest with you, like I guess. If you're hungry for it and if you feel like you're starving and you, you have that feeling that you need to keep on going, pursue it. Don't drop it because if you drop it, then you're going to start to notice the decline of your momentum that you've been getting from like pretty much doing all the work ethic that you've been doing going 100 miles an hour and whatnot. You feel me? Oh, yeah like and not only that like when it comes down to like having your first event and switching off with djs and whatnot like be mindful and respectful like with dj etiquette like don't be don't be an ass and like want to get an extra five (laughs) ten minutes or whatever you feel me like make sure to like cut it track of time exactly keep track of time cut it when you gotta cut it and not only that just like be super welcoming to the other person that's like coming up like show them love despite having if they like come up with like a negative energy and whatnot like just just continue to show them love because that just shows that you're more of a genuine person than they are and like you know that kind of just also shows that that particular person kind of got like a big ego and whatnot so yeah sometimes it
0: rubs off on other people too exactly Exactly. If you just keep hitting them with that fucking that sincere niceness, that genu gen generosity and just pure genuine. Like they just like it's almost like even worse than like getting mad at them, like yeah. for them acting that way. Yeah. Just like, bro, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Like Exactly. This yeah. guy's so nice. Like how how can I be a dick to this guy? Yeah. And, <laughs> and people talk, bro. People that's true.
1: People talk to people and word gets around, man. Yeah. So you're how you look, how you talk, how you present yourself—it it all matters because people talk and people for sure. Like, that's true. Like yeah. let other people know, hey man, this guy's a piece of shit. He treats me <laughs> like an asshole. Yeah. Or when you yeah, are yeah, when true. you are nice, bro, and you are fucking cool to people, like, hey, this guy, like that guy's dope. dope bro. That guy's fuck. great. Yeah. And not even that. He fucking mixes super sick. Like might even show off your Instagram or so. That's true. Like, yeah. Might come to your next show, whatever it is, bro. Just that, like any type of contact communication with a new dj with an upcomer with like a a, a crowd go or anything like make mm-hmm. sure it's always a good presence exactly
2: yeah. and huge on karma dog go ex- ahead exactly and i was gonna say like and not like just to add on like not only that like if you have your supporters there after you're set and whatnot make sure to go up to them and be like yo thank you for coming out like oh, yeah. a- appreciate them exactly appreciate them and for showing the love that you were like trying to receive and whatnot because like that also goes a long way because that means that they could be like yo this guy's actually like pretty cool like i could tell my friends and their friends could tell their friends and oh. that's how you gain exposure as well you feel me mm-hmm.
1: any shout outs
2: well <sighs> nah nah i'm playing i'm uh. playing i'm playing <laughs> no nah, yeah i got a few shout outs man i i want to start off with you of course bro like uh-huh. again like yeah and denali of course because like y'all y'all been like grinding it out and you know i've been seeing the work y'all been putting in with all these podcasts and like it's it's, it's huge, pretty bro. sick man Thank you. it's pretty sick yeah thanks man of course of course uh i would also like to like shout out riptide the riptide mm-hmm. fam oh yeah they've been putting in the work i've been seeing that as well uh, to the new additions uh, new additions bro yeah. uh
1: everyone having their own little like booking schedule yeah going they're, they're staying busy man yeah, exactly
2: and that's that's what i was hoping for to be honest with you this is for when that was the vision for riptide that whoever was trying to come up in the game or like start as a dj Uh, to come to us, Riptide Events, and be like, yeah, like, we've been doing this for this long, and, like, I haven't really gotten my first show, but I really want to get my first show, like, we'll put you on, bro, like, for instance, we, we're planning a Super Bowl fucking pop-up, bro, out of a fucking U-Haul, we're gonna be pulling up downtown LA, that's just gonna be lit, I'm hoping to have you out there, I'm hoping to have you play a fucking set too, Let me. I was gonna tell you, bro, let me know, yeah, I got you, yeah, y'all heard
1: that, man a super bowl pop-up stay on the lookout on axis bro what's your instagram shout that out real quick
2: it's gonna be at axis a x x i i s period underscore
1: and what about the riptide account
2: and then the riptide account is just gonna be riptide events just except when you spell riptide it's gonna be r y p t i d e yeah e yeah e and then events at the end
1: oh yeah man well It's been a fucking awesome podcast, brother. It's been great having you here. Uh, I'm glad we were able to do this with you, man. It's been an
2: honor. Uh, Any last words? (sighs) Honestly, my only last words are don't let. Those asses start shaking when you're on the floor. Like that's it, bro. Like keep keep your bodies moving, cause when when you're moving and grooving, you're vibing, and that's that's the key.
1: Fuck okay, yeah, mm-hmm. bro What a
2: great message.
1: Till next time, guys. This has been on the rise. Peace. Later. <laughs> 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 Fucking weak, bro.